0: Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guest we have today. Let's get started. All right. Neil, are you ready to do a podcast? I am. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Bland with Osage County Tourism and the Pahuska Chamber of Commerce. And I've got Neil Fisher sitting in here in my office at the chamber downtown Pahuska. They've got a new attraction, he and his wife, Teresa, just out west of town off of Highway 60. It's called the Old West Buffalo Company. Neil, welcome to Osagenet. Thanks for stopping by the office today and sitting down to do a podcast. You're welcome, Kelly. Glad to have you here. So, Let's start off with your backstory a little bit. I know this because Neil and Teresa came to my house and we had a really nice supper one evening. We've done some visiting, but uh, you moved here, Osage County, Oklahoma from Colorado. Tell us a little bit about what you did in Colorado.
1: Well, we both grew up in Colorado in the Boulder area and through unexpected turn of events uh, when we were looking for a horse property for our three girls who were into riding and airs. We met someone who had a nice 30 acre property and a whole bunch of buffalo. So upon trying to purchase it they included a couple in the additional provisions and voila we had buffalo. It just kinda threw us down a rabbit hole that we would have no idea where it's gonna lead us 23 years later. So we at the time kind of gave up on the horse experience and really wanted to pursue raising bison and we purchased a ranch in the mountains with some family and raised, started raising bison up in the Pike National Forest about an hour southwest of Denver in a beautiful place called Pine, Colorado. Wow. So So. we did that for about 20 years and upon uh, after a three-year drought, we ended up selling off most of our herd to get through that drought. We bought a small number of calves from a Indian reservation in Nebraska. And there was something special about these six females. They, As they grew up, they really just loved people. So we decided to keep them separate and build a small little separate herd to see what would happen. And over the next eight years, as they would have calves and we brought a few other animals in, Um, It was a very unique experience of how they were uh, drawn to be with people. You could hand feed them. They're still wild animals, but they had a connection to people. that's very unusual in the bison world.
0: Very unusual. So you kind of got you some good gentle mama bison cows and decided to build a herd up and pass those genetics on I guess?
1: Well not knowing where that was going to lead what we did is we had a number of friends and visitors up at the ranch and they said this was great so we'd take them out in the pickup and do that well my wife is a writer and I have a background in entertainment and music we just thought maybe we can do something with this so we took this group of 16 uh mama cows, a couple of small uh, two-year-old bull and their calves and calves, so several generations, and we started uh, an experience called uh, the Colorado Buffalo Adventures, and so we would take people out on a hay wagon ride and let them feed the bison, and then we started telling the buffalo story of how after thousands and thousands of years of them roaming North America and the tens of millions of buffalo, they were slaughtered almost to extinction in the 1880s. And most people don't know that that was the beginning of the conservation movement in the United States. So wow. it developed into a story and uh, it developed to the point where we uh, did a three-hour dinner show featuring our bison and characters like Wyatt Earp and Theodore Roosevelt and Charles Goodnight, who all are part of our Hall of Fame of Who Saved the Bison. Mm-hmm. Then. 2020 came along and we were ready for our second year an exciting year of all this and everything was shut down so that was quite a blow yeah and Colorado
0: took it seriously too, kind of really well, shut it down didn't they
1: not only did tourism just turn off the for the year that it was really impossible with the climate there for us to do any kind of events and We felt like the show must go on. What we're doing was really (laughs) worth doing. So we kind of did the unthinkable. We went on vacation to Oklahoma last May. My wife had never been to Oklahoma before, and I've driven through on I-40, but that's not the same thing. And we explored and found out Oklahoma was open for business. Come on. So that was intriguing. On our second trip, we visited a number of towns, and it wasn't until the third trip uh, after a very disastrous night in a motel with no water in Ufala, we ended up going back through Tulsa and found this little town called Pahuska.
0: Just wandering around through northeastern Oklahoma? Just heading
1: 60 back to uh, west, heading to Colorado, and it's like, wow, what is this? This is like the int- most interesting mix of, of history, cowboys and Indians, a really cool downtown. And uh, so we came back and we looked around and felt like it was the home of our buffalo story. The tall grass prairie.
0: Wow. Well, it's a great fit for Pahuska, you know.
1: Well, we feel like the, the history of especially the southern herd we talk about in our film uh, was centered in southeast Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, and was pretty much wiped off the face of the earth in the late 1870s. And being here during those dramatic events, it's it's really fascinating to be in the place where Buffalo roamed in the millions. And we are located right on the Osage Heritage Trail, mm-hmm. which you can see every few miles of Buffalo sign, which leads right to where we are. So it's it was like meant to be.
0: Mm-hmm. So you moved up here to Osage County. Um, I, I'm very familiar with Colorado Rockies. I've got lots of families there, and we used to vacation there. If if you were talking to a tourist and they're thinking, "Oh, you got to go to Colorado to find beauty," what would you tell them about Osage County?
1: Well, not all beauty is the same, mm-hmm. and it is hard to beat Colorado in late June, July, or August. But that's only two and a half to three months of the year. The beautiful thing about us being here in our um, location in the Osage Hills is that spring is beautiful early summer is fine, it gets hot later in the summer but the fall is also beautiful so we we are open 10 months of the year and we only had a 4 month season in Colorado so it does give us the ability to uh, share our experience in a different kind of beauty mm-hmm. beautiful huge pine trees and walnut trees and you know we have bushes and flowers of all kinds wildlife on a property two ponds with all kinds of turtles and fish and it's just a little magical for us and having lived in colorado where everything was a pine tree we love the diversity of growth here
0: mm-hmm. lots of post oaks and things and like it's, that it's
1: green it. as ireland right now so yeah
0: yeah yeah and i said a minute ago and wet as ireland too. It's, <laughs> it's lots wet. of rain well okay so out here about four miles West of bahuska is the Old West Buffalo Company. You've got an event facility. You've got your bison out there. Tell folks about this attraction because I know when people come to bahuska, they love taking advantage of the shopping and the attractions and they're going to want to come out there to the Old West Buffalo Company. What will happen when they come out to see y'all?
1: Well, get ready for rip-roaring fun. I mean, our motto is fun. Mm-hmm. And so the bison create the excitement and and we never quite know what's going to happen, it's kind of fun, but we are inspired to tell the story of the small band of heroes who saved the buffalo in the late 1800s and be inspired, even though the story is tragic about their near demise, the individual efforts of these people, including Theodore Roosevelt, Charles Goodnight and his wife, and Michael Pablo in Montana, and a Native American named Walking Coyote, All individually, they started small private herds that became the source of animals to be put back onto Yellowstone and Bison National Park in Montana and like uh, Wichita Mountain here in Oklahoma. Those Mm -hmm. preserves were started just after the uh, presidency of Theodore Roosevelt, who was committed that the government although they once turned a blind eye towards the slaughter of the bison they would be involved in repopulating the bison herd in America so it's both a tragic and a and a historic and epic tale that has a happy ending that these animals are now thriving in North America and they're amazing animals i mean i think part of the the wonder of a bison is to get that close to one where you can feed it and touch it and feel its facial hair and we mm-hmm. we allow people to hand feed but with with a certain thing in mind it's not a petting zoo it's not you can't grab a horn but they do like eating treats and it's a experience feeding our our five-year-old bull who kids have named woody and that uh, he's a big big guy that is pretty chill so uh-huh. it's fun yeah, to be kids just have a great time but all ages do we have a great experience for grandparents to bring their kids and grandkids and multiple generations to share something kind of magical all together Uh, in the world of movies and video games and everything virtual it's fun to be out in the beauty and do something that's real
0: yeah now i know you had us out sort of a familiarization party uh, Mm -hmm. uh, before you had your grand opening and it was really neat A giant screen great sound system a a neat production on the screen telling the history of the bison but then when we got to walk out on your back deck because it was a little bit too muddy to go out in the pasture and those bison being like they are coming up and feeding them cake out of our hands gave buffalo tongue a whole new meaning
1: Kelly you have joined the club of those who have been slimed by a bison We inaugurate people <laughs> every show. And they're like, ooh. And hear the kids go ooh and giggle and shriek and have a great time. It's fun.
0: Yeah, well, and Woody is so personable. And he's he, a character. He kind of leads your hair, doesn't
1: he? He's a big intimidating furball. Yeah. He's big is rap. He's, is right, he's for sure. big. Uh, and it's quite a story. We we ended up kind of bison babysitting him for about six months and he took to us and our herd to so the point we just couldn't give him back we had to buy him
0: oh my goodness
1: so he came for a short time and he stayed
0: okay so while you were talking a minute ago you got the herd the herd led to you investigating and learning more about the history and it sparked You said your wife is a writer Teresa's a writer and Neil though was into music so I can see where the writer took it and ran with it because she has composed an amazing script that goes with this story that uh, is on the screen out there And so my question for you is Neil music you've got this an amazing event venue out there um, where's the musician fall into play
1: well I I was fortunate enough early on in junior high school and high school to start a jazz group that by high school we were touring the country playing jazz festivals. And um, in college we entered a contest to find the best jazz group in the country put on by Southern Comfort in 1982 I think it was. And we won that and we toured with Tommy Newsom from The Tonight Show and played all over the country for a year. and So I had some very early success in music that led to some writing and arranging in California. Um, unfortunately um, our oldest daughter who got eye cancer at the age of two years old kind of threw us out of that life in California. We moved back to Colorado. But I started my life in the music and entertainment business. I always hoped to end it. So this is kind of my Uh, dream come true of of providing more than just music Uh, what we do is really set to music in a in a backdrop I like Mm -hmm. to call our experiences are kind of like a living western movie you know yes so um, my my passion was film scoring so I certainly enjoy taking music and uh, the setting and some of the future things we plan to do that involve music and live music and let people experience both the the art and the culture of both the story involves a combination of Native Americans, cowboys, settlers, all these different nationalities that settled the West. Our country was just a complete mixture of all these cultures, and in the 1800s it was quite a quite a time in our country mm-hmm. and uh, so, the, uh, and as a kid the 18 the 1880s specifically the the late 1800s after the civil war and the whole kind of end of the west was always my favorite period other than always wanted to be around uh, in the early 20s during the New Orleans jazz time in New Orleans cuz I love jazz music but I was always uh, fascinated about the west so You know, sometimes you get the opportunity to do something that you have always had a real passion and love for. And I think it comes out in our experience that we not only share our love for Buffalo, but we've built an old west town front
0: Mm -hmm. in our experience,
1: Mm -hmm. which is, you know, we have it filled with complete with the jail. So everybody should behave when they come visit. Um, And then having uh, an Old West Saloon Theater inside that's perfectly set for doing live music. Mm -hmm. So I think many good things are ahead.
0: Yeah. So you said before that uh, to me that y'all were going to also allow it to be an event venue for like Mm -hmm. corporate events, things like that.
1: Yeah, it's a one of a kind space. Um, We've taken this Old West rustic feel and we've upscaled it with these beautiful gold leaf chandeliers Mm -hmm. and I think it's really kind of a neat experience being in our our um, we call it a big saloon theater but it's certainly a great venue for doing dinner parties and doing events. We hosted an event for World Revival a couple weeks ago and it was really enjoyable being able to have people in that space and I think people enjoy just the fun that it emits from that space of it being kind of a different time period, mm-hmm. a different experience. It's not your typical run-of-the-mill event space.
0: Yeah, you're right. And, and you have a little store in it as well. Um,
1: yeah, we have a store called The Trading Post, and there it's everything buffalo, including buffalo meat we sell from, nice. our, from our herd. And, and
0: some of Teresa's books.
1: Some books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some interesting... Uh, books from the western history period some about buffalo a children's book on buffalo we've been we just got in that we're selling and then some jewelry just some custom local made um, buffalo items um, tea towels just things that would be fun to decorate your home with or just take a momentum home Mm -hmm. you know mementos are kind of a memory memory stone or a thing that helps you remember a real fun time
0: yeah yeah, well, it's neat. I love the way y'all have decorated out there, and it sure uh, catches the eye when you drive by out there on the highway as well. Um, so, when people are in town, you had said to me once, you said, you know, it's nice if there's a like three, three Buffalo attractions together. So when you're here in Pahuska you're not a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Tallgrass Prairie Preserve, where it have got Woolarock where they have bison out there as well, and you can see their wildlife preserve and take part in that. But then now, now we have the Old West Buffalo Company out west of Pahuska. so you can come to here, come to Pawhuska, you can get rural and rustic and up close and personal with the bison learn about their history and walk away with an appreciation
1: well let me tell you something what's different people say so what's the difference between you and like the tall grass prairie and and if you want to see bison in larger numbers in a herd and and they're over a very large vast area so you might see a bunch of them you might not I mean there's Mm -hmm. certainly a road you don't go everywhere What's unique about us is you certainly wouldn't get out of your car and try to feed one of those animals and walk away whole. Right. That's what you do at right. our kids. You will not only see bison, you'll feel the closeness of the energy of these animals being right next to them. Right. And you will also learn about them because there you're just kind of watching. It's like watching a football game from the fourth level on a in a stadium. Who wouldn't love a sideline pass to mm-hmm. meet the coach and the, and the quarterback at the Super Bowl? And that's kind of how we look at it, meeting – Woody and the gang up close, and these animals and our calves, who we have currently three calves so far this year, expect more. Um, it's neat to see them from just a few feet away.
0: Right. It's right. a
1: different experience altogether. I, I
0: don't know of another experience like it.
1: I don't know of another group of bison quite like this. I mean, does it doesn't mean that they're, you know, uh, they're comfortable in the setting we put them so we couldn't take this on the road we bring people into the where they're comfortable so they can see the bison in their environment and that's why it works
0: yeah well it's unique so when people come to Pawhuska we've got you up on our site on visittheosage.com with a link to your site tell them how they can get tickets and better show times and things like that
1: well we're open Wednesday through Sundays, and on Sunday we just do a, a morning uh, show at ten thirty, and we have different show times. Uh, and our website is oldwestbuffalo.com. Okay. Um, you can also uh, email us at the herd at oldwestbuffalo.com, or our phone number is 918-895-0788 We also host group buffalo encounters. So if you have a group for a family reunion or a group from work. Uh, 20 or more that wants to come. We offer group rates and you can come out with your, have a private Buffalo encounter with your family or your business or your group of friends and have a lifelong memory.
0: Oh, how neat. That's wonderful. You know, I can, I can picture corporations doing retreats instead and of incorporating that into their, mm-hmm. their time with their employees. That's neat, Neil. That's really neat. So,
1: so I, we hope that people will come out to share our excitement and learn how amazing these mammals are I mean they're just something else and you know you don't know until you get a chance sometimes to examine something up close what it's really like so um, you know like our favorite saying is uh, there's a lot of people who have ended up in the hospital have gone to Yellowstone and tried something like this but at our experience we we do it in a way where you walk away whole and you're Safe, and you're up above the animals, so there's no danger. Yeah. And uh, they enjoy interacting with all our guests
0: well how neat well welcome to osage county we're glad to have you here thank you again for stopping by and doing this and everyone when you come to visit us in the osage and you come to Pahuska in particular put the old west buffalo company on your itinerary you don't want to miss it you'll love meeting neil and teresa fisher out there but you'll also love meeting woody and the gang you'll walk away different and you'll have a different perspective on preservation and conservation as well as an appreciation for Osage County and all the beauty. Y'all come see us in Osage County. You can check us out online. Visit osage.com. We're the place where the smiles are always free. Thanks, Neil.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Kelly.
0: Mm-hmm.